0: Welcome to this week's edition of Talk on Tech. I'm Patrick Smith. And I'm Josh Joseph. And we're here today again with Brian Morgan. If you've missed the first two interviews we did with Brian, feel free to go back and listen to the one talking about Brian's collegiate career as well as his career as a programmer. And also the second interview when we talked to him about being a manager and also running your own business as a programmer. But today we have a little quick interview to talk about the fact that Mount West and Marshall University have an articulation agreement. Josh's animation and gaming class and Brian's computer and information technology degree. So Josh, I'm going to let you kind of take it away and you okay. and Brian can talk about your two programs and how they mesh together and how a student could come through Mount West getting a two-year degree and continue on seamlessly to Marshall to get a bachelor's.
1: Okay, so um, at Mount West we offer uh, animation and game development associate's degree in that program Students will take various programming courses and design courses that deal with game development. The different projects and things that they do throughout, especially a lot of the introductory courses, what's really nice is it it gears them towards the gaming side, but it also teaches them programming in general as far as just languages like C++ and C Sharp. And so they're able to take that information, and we... We apply it towards the game development side, but the student also is familiar with the actual programming languages and what they can do and building other applications as well.
0: I know one of your first classes tackles something that's always dreaded by students because they want to jump in immediately, which is you go through paper prototyping. Before your students even get to create a game, they have to fully flesh out and be able to answer any questions about that project because if they can't answer the question then who can right. if they're the creator? So you do work on the planning and conception stage mm-hmm. as well as later the execution.
1: Right. One of the things actually we're working on right now in one of my classes is the fact that they're building their game documentation and they're laying in with that the paper prototype of the game. So they're forced to sit down and look at the computer and we, we use a template that I've provided and just a guide for them to go through. And I'm like, listen, you have to... Just like with the program... You have to plan all of it out, plan these algorithms out in a sense, but in game documentation form before you even touch and program anything. So right now, that's what we're working on is they're looking at the game document going, I've got to really think of my ideas and get them all out on paper so that they all make sense and I'm not just trying to pull them from my head to put them into a computer.
0: And the great next logical step there is you suddenly put uh, timelines to that stuff. Right, so right. So they, they actually have a project plan, mm-hmm. they have deliverables, they can meet that, and that's what they're going to need in the real world. Yeah, and
1: I've just recently updated several of my classes in the program to reflect a lot of the newer trends and with the, the different technologies and stuff that we're using with the game development side. And I'm pushing towards using game engine a little earlier. Right now, we're focusing on some Unity stuff, but you know, again, they still got to learn the programming side to be able to program within that game engine. But right now, yeah, they're they're a little blown away. The new students this fall are um, understandably now they get the fact that okay, we got to plan this out, game documentation, plan it out, paper prototype, and then we're gonna get into a computer program and learn how how to make it appear on the screen.
0: Sure, and with anything that we talk about here today, Josh or Brian, I want the audience to keep in mind that when we talk about programming languages here, if you listen to this in a year, there is the potential <laughs> that they're gonna be talking and teaching a different programming language. Do not fret, it's the, it's the way of IT. And so just realize if you hear them say, well, we're teaching C this semester, or we're teaching Java, that can change. Languages are like regular uh, foreign languages here. You learn English and you know what a noun is and what a verb is and an adjective. You can apply that to French and other areas. You just have to learn the the way they actually spell it. So (laughs) they're teaching you the tools you need to leave here. So when you hear them talk about languages here today, there's a possibility if you're listening to this on down the road, they may be teaching much newer languages, but you're still getting the same concepts no matter what.
1: Right, right, and so you know, that's why I like now we're focusing on more C plus C sharp languages, whereas previously, it's been. I'm in my seventh year teaching full time. And the first year I taught full time, we we still had VB as a as a big integral part of the program. Since then, just because of hours being cut down to accommodate the state requirements for an associate's degree, we don't. I don't do VB anymore, only because I need to focus more on the C plus plus and the C sharp. And make sure that we still cover the English requirements and the math requirements and things like that as well. So th- sometimes they do change every few years, just based on you know those kinds of requirements, and then also with what the game trends and stuff are. So you know, with my students, we start with going through game documentation, and then we get into some hands-on programming, and then beyond that. The animation side is design courses using Adobe products and trying to get their hands on a few other products as well to be able to go through and get a little bit of both. Um, It's a well-rounded program where it's not just strictly programming and it's not strictly animation, and we're trying to fit both concepts into that. We now have a mobile application development class, IT262. runs in the spring. I pulled out an elective. And it's kinda of just sliding its way right in there. It's going well. We're using the new Mac lab for that. So once so. they
0: once they actually go the two years with us mm-hmm. and they've they've got them some C plus plus and C sharp and maybe some iOS or Android skills under their belt, they then come over here to Marsh University and come into Brian's program.
2: Wait, what is this planning stuff you, you speak of? All we do is go at go at it and just throw them to the wolves and say develop
1: <laughs> who needs to plan yeah, who needs to plan anything else? yeah
2: uh kind of like how it took us a while to, to plan this articulation right mm-hmm.
1: yeah um, <laughs> wow.
2: the
0: best laid plans the
2: best laid plans are those yeah but no yeah we've we've gotten several students from mount west over the last few years um some have come in under the auspices of no formal agreement between the the two schools and then I know I've met three students that are not freshmen, but uh, new to our program this year that graduated from Mount West in May. And so, yeah, after coming from your program, they have their C++. They have uh, several of the gaming classes. And, you know, Josh, it's funny. You, you were in my C++ class, and, yeah. and now you're teaching C++. Yeah. And it's kind of weird to see, you know, the full circle. But it's good, too, because, right. you know, I know that— you know if you' you're following kind of the same stuff then I know yeah. that your students are good and so hey I don't even question it we, we give them the credit for the, the class right. and, and we, we go with it but students when they get here of course they have to still satisfy the Marshall plan requirements mm-hmm. sure. and, and do their their general education but then in in our, our gaming program they're able to take jump right into the 300 400 level gaming classes. And pick up with the skills right after you know what they've learned from you guys, and then mm-hmm. do some more advanced games with C plus with both C sharp, like yep. you said, and then they throw some Java at them, some graphics programming, and and it's a you know a good mix because I see advantages of students doing this if they do your two year degree and they want to go hit the job market, there you go. Mm-hmm. If they say you know I want to go on to school, come on to us two and a half years later, and you you've got two degrees. Right. Yeah, that's what I've told students that, that come to a four-year program, that, hey, it's going to take you the four years to get you out there on the street doing something with that piece of paper. And so, you know, I like the, the um, opportunities of, a, Of a, you know, originally it was called a 2 plus 2, then a 2 plus 3, but I think it's about two and a half years yeah. now. That I like those opportunities for students who are unsure of themselves at first for right. one. I mean, they go, they get their degree, they can, you know, hit the job market if they want to or come on over and, and talk to us.
1: Right. I feel like what really helps too, besides the fact that um, a student, a lot of times when they come to our school, dep- depending on if they're non-traditional or not straight out of high school, they're kind of not sure exactly what they want to do. They just know they need a college degree. Mm-hmm. And so then by the end of that, which like two of the students that, that are here now, they're, they're what I would consider non-traditional. They didn't come straight from high school. And it wasn't until the very end of their spring semester that one of them decided, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, get my bachelor's degree. And what's nice is they've got two years under the belt. They have an associate's degree. They have that, it's almost like that midway point for for them in a sense of, I've accomplished this, I think I can accomplish more. Mm-hmm. And I know, especially now, with students that enter into especially non-traditional students that enter into a university that's a, you know, 4 to 5 year degree for a bachelor's, it can be very daunting because it really drags at times for them, especially if, you know, they've got kids, they've got, you know, a home life and they're working at the same time. And so to get to that end goal takes a long time for them. And so that's kind of an advantage for them to be able to come to our school first at times, especially the non-traditional and years later, get a very achievable goal of an associate's degree, and then say, you know what? I've done this. I've been able to work. I've been able to keep things going. I've got this experience. Maybe I can work somewhere with this degree and continue on with my bachelor's as well. So that's that's another opportunity. The two of them are working strictly business part time now. They did some intern work down there while they were finishing their degree, and they've con- were able to continue on and, and work part time as now they're students here working on their bachelor's degree. So. I really like the, that we have this articulation, and we're still trying to get the word out about it. It took us a while to put it together. I think even we had done our part, and it sat on some desks oh, yeah. for a while, and just finally <laughs> we got it all signed, and it's official, and now we just need to make sure we get the word out because I think a lot of students are going to jump on this opportunity to gain two degrees in a matter of four and a half years roughly and, and really make themselves available, uh, highly you know marketable in the job environment. So
0: and, and i threw out there kind of what you said i think the student can inadvertently trick themselves because i did come to marshall university originally mm-hmm. and i was going through mis because csd had gone defunct mm-hmm. and i was like when am i going to see a computer class i i at that time i transferred to the community college mm-hmm. so like the bug bit me i was hooked yeah. i was there for two years once i got in that mentality of being in class for two years Mm-hmm. I had the confidence to then go, I'm going to finish a four-year degree, I right. then right. come back and I'm going to finish a master's degree. So students who don't have the confidence to say, four years, that's, 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 that's daunting. <laughs> right. They can come to us. They don't have to do the articulation, but like yeah. you say, a lot of students are like, okay, I'm, I'm in this. It's become a habit. You know, it's mm-hmm. a routine now. I see that I can manage my life skills yeah. and, and make sure all that works. And then they can come over here and manage to get a four-year degree, which they may have never even thought about was possible in the beginning.
1: And, I mean, what's nice is even if they wait, I mean, hopefully they don't, but even if they wait till the last minute, they know that that formal agreement is there and that this set amount of classes are counting for another set amount of classes at Marshall. And, you know, just like with you, with me, uh, my first semester at Marshall, I was a music education major. I came to play, you know, do music, and and I was going to teach it, and I thought I had everything figured out. And by golly, halfway through the first semester, nope, this is not for me. So the next semester I switched to the community college doing IT because I was like, ah, computers is what I want to do if I don't do music. And at the end of my associate's degree in 2008, I was like, I think I'm going to go to Marshall and, and continue on. And then I had Brian for several classes. I was an IST major, did a lot of that. Finished, ended up finishing doing a, a regents because I needed to get out quicker. And at the time, there was a foreign language requirement that was yeah. going to that was going to hinder me <laughs> that was going to hinder me getting out in, in enough time for well, me to be able to teach. Twelve hours. Is C plus,
2: plus a foreign language? Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> Listen, and you had and twelve I hours of that. <laughs> I didn't even. And uh, I mean, Brian knows I was not the best programming student because I. I wasn't enjoying programming at the time. It wasn't something that I I saw myself being a programmer. I enjoyed the IT computer side of things, but programming was like, it was a foreign language to me. I was not very interested in it like I am now. And like when I graduated and I'm like, oh, you know, opportunity came that I could teach the animation game development program. And what is that full of? Programming. And so I just, and I liked it. It was just completely a different thing, but I was able to take a lot of the stuff, a lot of the books that we used here uh marshall and i immediately adopted them for the coursework at the at at our school so
0: well if you've ever listened to any other podcast we've done you'll quickly learn that the people got through their lives because of connections uh brian got had connections i had connections you network with people they go hey uh remember we talked and there's a possible job here that type of thing the cool thing about this program is You're going to get a lot of networking done at the community college, and you're going to come up here and be in Brian's classes. You're going to have double the connections you're going to have. You're going to have double the people that can work as references for you. You're going to have double the portfolio because you're going to do Josh's work and have a portfolio halfway through your academic career, and then you're going to come up here and do Brian's stuff. So I just think it it makes you even more prepared and even more ready to have something happen. A job prospect, leads, that type of thing. You're going to be twice as prepared, in my opinion. I think it's a great option. Remember, you can totally go into the gaming program with Josh. You can take those classes, and then if you really decide you want to go and continue and do a full year, which I would say, while you're doing it, go ahead so, and get it done
1: while you're in school. Yes, keep going
0: <laughs> while you've got that good habit. Keep with that habit and continue on. So it's another option you have. It's another way to make you more. Um,
1: Employable.
0: Yeah. Knowledgeable. I was going to say profitable. So many reason. so many positives yes. by doing yeah. it.
1: profitable big yeah. one.
0: Yeah, you're you're definitely going to be more employable. You're going to have a better portfolio. And so I think it's a win-win situation all around for a potential student. So we wanted to make sure we did a podcast about this and get the word out so people mm-hmm. would know that's possible. If you're interested in learning more about it, you can definitely email Josh Joseph at Joseph15 at MCTC.edu or you can email Brian Morgan at morgan16 at marshall.edu if you have any additional questions. But that's going to do it this week for this little mini-episode of Talk on Tech. I am Patrick Smith. And I'm Josh Joseph. Have a great week.